0: I'm Tracy Lipinski, Safety Director at MP, and this is the MP Ready, Safe, Go podcast, the show where we will talk about recent incidents from around MP, we'll learn about our lessons learned, and ways to prevent similar incidents going forward. Hello everyone, thank you for joining our MP Ready, Safe, Go podcast, podcast where we review the incidents for over the last... Short duration. Today we're going to be going through the incidents from the last month and a half. In that time frame, we have had 13 injuries that result back to five different injury categories. The first two injuries resulted from using a ground rod pounder and causing a laceration to the hand and then a contusion or a bruise on our, a person's shin. Uh, Both incidents resulted from lifting that ground rod pounder too high and missing the ground rod on the downward motion. So some contributing factors obviously are that added applied force that we're using to pound that ground rod into the ground, the actual physical weight of the ground rod pounder, we're working with gravity, and then also lifting that that pounder higher than the ground rod being driven. So some lessons learned, um, taking it slow, Ensuring we're not lifting that ground rod pounder higher than the rod being pushed in only using as much applied force as necessary not going uh, too hard or too much exertion and then wanted to communicate with everyone that we are looking at uh, two different powered ground rod driver options to be able to phase out the manual ground rod pounders. So please look for more information coming on that in the future. Next, we had four instances of lacerations to the hand. Three lacerations resulted from cutting fiber or duct. And one laceration was from hitting your hand, their hand with a hammer while driving in a post for a sign. Some contributing factors, obviously cutting towards yourself, improper hand or finger placement, applying that extra force to cut through that material, and drive that sign in and then also work gloves not being worn lessons learned our last line of defense is our PPE and so if we wear that minimum of a cut level four work glove that would have prevented at least three of those lacerations from occurring so ensure we are always wearing our PPE at all times which includes work gloves making sure we are cutting away from ourselves so using the right method of cutting using the right tool for the job and then being aware of our finger or hand placement to prevent that caught in or between injury. Again, most importantly, our last line of defense is PPE. Please ensure we are always wearing our work gloves. Next, we had two strains that resulted from falls. One was from walking on uneven ground conditions, which resulted to a strain to a wrist, and then one from tripping while walking around a skid loader bucket where the pant leg caught the corner of the bucket, resulting in a strain to the shoulder. So contributing factor, the uneven ground conditions that we work in and around day to day, and then obstacles in our walking path. So ensure we are always wearing the proper footwear. Best practice is to wear that lace-up pet type boot with good ankle support. Avoid loose clothing that can get caught on objects or stuck in moving parts or equipment. Ensure that we have a clear walking path or that we're ensuring a wide enough path around those obstacles, and then also being aware of our footing and walking surfaces, especially when walking in that tall grass or on a slope and being aware of those potholes or ruts uh, that may be hidden underneath that tall grass. We had two separate instances of strains resulting from pulling fiber and swinging a sledgehammer So being aware of our body position to avoid that twisting and reaching motion or twisting and lifting motion, and then also repetitive motion with the swinging of the sledgehammer. So again, body position is key here to avoid our back injuries and our neck injuries. Position ourselves so we can limit the amount of twisting or reaching that we need to do in our work processes performing our bends and stretches before work to loosen our muscles. This one is very key to prevent strains and sprains. And we have to remember that we're not all as young as we used to be. And then if we do have to use a sledgehammer, take turns with a coworker to avoid overexertion, uh, to prevent uh, that overexertion injury. Then lastly, we had three separate instances of bee stings we are in that time of year where bee activity is very high with the warm weather conditions. So be aware of the bee activity in our working area. Communicate with your team if you are allergic to bees and please carry your EpiPen with you each day. And most importantly, let your team know where you keep your EpiPen in the event of a bee sting. And if we do have uh, hives are present in our work area or there's a concentrated bee activity in our work area, we c- We may use wasp or bee spray, but please be aware of where you're spraying that wasp or bee spray to not spray others. I want to thank everyone for joining our MP Ready, Safe, Go podcast where we review the incidents from over the last little bit of time frame. Again, there were 13 injuries over the last 45 days. We want to review these so we can learn from them to prevent Uh, future similar situations from occurring. We want everyone to go home safe and healthy. So again, thank you for taking the time to listen and be ready, safe, go. Thank you. Have a safe day.